0: This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast that's more color commentary than play by play. Each week, we dig into Raw, SmackDown, recent pay per views, and wrestling news, plus all the random stuff we can't wait to talk about with each other and with you. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and at WrestlingIsForGirls.com. And follow us on Twitter at WIF Girls Pod for all the latest. I am Abigail and I am here with my good friend and co host Supreme Jillian. And uh we're gonna talk some SmackDown. Jillian, what do you what was your uh what's your take on this week's SmackDown? Hey <laughs> <laughs> come in hot. Feeling yourself, but were you feeling SmackDown to the same degree?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was it was a fun episode. I have a lot of notes. Um, there's an exciting match announcement, so I'm not going to jump into that straight away. But Fair. I definitely want to make sure we get to that because that is important.
0: It's all important. Every little detail is there anything?
1: Matters. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Is there anything that you want to say before we get started?
0: No, no. I'm ready to dive in. Okay, my captain. Oh, my captain
1: so the first match was Brawl and brutes well it was Brawl and brutes sheamus with uh against solo sekoa and i was very torn because i love both of them it's a tough one and uh i am now since last week when i me- i think it was last week i mentioned that you know the announce table is like forever imperiled because <laughs> it just seems like they're constantly destroying it so this time there was major destruction because the announce table was tipped over onto both butch and ridge a fresh new
0: take they were like look people have been destroying the announce table for years and years and years but hear me out hear me out what if we just dump that thing on its side genius
1: what if we collapse some lungs by throwing the announce table on top of people let's just see what happens
0: like you know butch is not a large man i bet we could crush him to death
1: i've also decided that i find butch much cuter when his hair is up
0: yeah i think that's fair i think he's got um great bone structure
1: yeah and and i definitely a nice look up i don't care about ridge i feel bad but i don't care
0: (laughs) that's fair i mean i find myself forgetting ridges name sometimes if i don't
1: think about him a lot so yeah i don't know i mean yeah i'm i'm just whatever about him but interesting match overall and i think you know i again the announced table was the highlight for me
0: i want to also call out the other real mvp of this match um was wade barrett on commentary <laughs> which i know i'm biased but i wrote down two things one that he says he quote gets a little oozy with sammy Zayn after a few beers oh my god i missed
1: that That's i a hundred
0: percent want to know what it means to wade barrett to get a little oozy I don't know, um, you know, handsy? I assume... does he get handsy he like get handsy? handsy he might do karaoke, like I immediately thought karaoke, Ugh,
1: well <laughs> you're of purer heart and soul than I am. There are two kinds
0: of people in this world, some of us sing, and some of us grope, and uh, I now know which <laughs> camp I am in, but then he also kind of called out the fact that Seamus is always bruised. And I was like, yes, thank you for recognizing that Seamus is always one hematoma away from just being a
1: walking human bruise. I miss that too, he is always bruised. I wonder if it's just because it shows up so well on his extremely pale skin. I think so. I mean, my
0: legs are the color of like like turkey cold cuts and they bruise very easily. So I assume <laughs> that that's just a national thing that Seamus and I
1: share as fellow Irish people
0: (laughs) it's true like I'm not ashamed I'm not ashamed
1: have you ever put your legs on bread just to see how it would look
0: uh too delicious and too legit to quit (laughs) I have slept no I have not them with mayonnaise but I did I laughed really hard I also um I I felt really bad for Seamus because you know Jey Uso was very clearly uh taking all of his hatred out on that poor man
1: yeah, rough. He absolutely was, and I was like, I don't know. I was. So that was when like Sammy was trying to calm him down, right? Yes, because yeah, yeah, he wasn't supposed way. to touch anybody, right? Wasn't that? Well, wasn't he wasn't different... supposed to start shit with uh, Logan oh, Paul. Yes, that's
0: what was. Was. okay. I can't talk tonight. Was not supposed to start shit with Logan
1: Paul, which like that's right. Come
0: on, come on,
1: irresistible. <laughs> He's just begging to be shit-started. I don't know what the word would be, but he, ugh, yeah. Jay Uso is, I just find him delightful. And I, I just really enjoyed the Usos. I think, I think there was a part, maybe it's later on, I wrote it down, where they're talking. Yeah, it's like a different, it's like a little, it was like a behind the scenes thing where they were chit-chatting in the back yeah. room and like they were sitting on the couch. And like, Jay basically wants to kill Logan Paul. And like, Jimmy was like, just like watching Jimmy, he's just like nodding his head, like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then Sammy's like, that's a terrible idea. And Jimmy's like, yeah, you know what? That is a terrible idea. (laughs) It's a pretty
0: bad idea now that he's put it that way. it just
1: like, goes along with whatever, such an easygoing chap. I feel like too,
0: like, I really like that in that discussion, Jay was like, look, if I kill Logan Paul, I kill Logan Paul, all right? We can come back from that. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> What's gonna happen is gonna happen. And I just, I have said this before, but his incandescent dislike of people is so relatable to me as a curmudgeon who finds fault with everyone. I'm just like, oh man, this is like 30% of my relationships right here.
1: I love it's it so much. Investment. Cause he just like, doesn't try to be nice. He's just like, <laughs> fuck you. I hate you so much. I hope you die soon. At my hands, Mm -hmm. like specifically, Jay would like to be the cause
0: of your demise, if at all possible.
1: Yeah, I'm. I mean, obviously, this is leading to some larger confrontation between Jay and Roman, right? I mean, yes. Like, what else could possibly happen unless, like, somehow they accidentally kill Sammy? Very
0: Bad Things. Do you remember the Let's movie see. Very Bad Things? I do. Oh, my gosh. They accidentally kill Sammy, and then the whole friends group falls apart trying to figure out what to do about it.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I maybe we should write that. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's food for thought. You know? But I am looking forward to seeing that coming to a head. I don't know. It'll probably... I don't know. What do you think? Before Will it come to a head before survivor series or are they going to push it into like what's the december pay-per-view
0: oh man that's such a great question let's look
1: there is there's like one every month right yeah they're not like because they don't fucking take any holidays that's for sure
0: and i feel like they've changed so much in recent history that it's kind of like i am no longer certain of when things happen i know that the royal
1: rumble is january sorry january january (laughs) Rumbles <laughs> in January. That is my favorite But um, I don't remember what's in December. December feels like payback or something. I maybe that's I do not see. Of course, oh. I
0: went to Wikipedia instead of someplace like useful. Ooh, I know. As a former teacher, I I cannot believe Ooh. I was like Let's hit Wikipedia. But yeah, I see the last one I see listed is Survivor Series in Boston
1: so Survivor Series in Boston yeah so I don't know maybe December's going yeah to be a bit of a surprise. oh no there's one called Deadline
0: yeah that's what I saw but that's an NXT pay-per-view oh sorry 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 yeah gotcha oh interesting I didn't mean to be so snotty about that like yeah that was on my <laughs> calendar thanks <laughs> listen you dumb bitch that's an nxt one i cycle very quickly from knowing absolutely nothing to be very very (laughs) confident in
1: what i know and it's not healthy i didn't think that you were snotty so don't worry
0: thank you i feel like so i feel like we have to at least get two survivor series war games because it would make sense to me you've got roman jimmy jay and sammy and solo that's five mm-hmm. that's the survivor series war games team
1: and i okay. feel
0: like maybe oh, maybe yeah. that's where jay loses it
1: okay that or makes maybe sense.
0: jay costs them something
1: that makes sense
0: like i i don't i mean i could also see him like somehow complicating the logan paul thing with his temper and with his acting out but i feel like that's very low stakes because it's not happening in the you know the standard wwe canon crown jewel doesn't feel like the standard canon to me no it doesn't at so, all
1: So yeah i i
0: feel like it's a time bomb which i like that's
1: exciting that makes sense about um survivor series so thank you for pointing that out because you're very good at seeing big picture things in wrestling and i'm very good at like the minutiae that makes no difference to anything. Um, I did notice something though when I was just looking on that Wikipedia. Did you notice WrestleMania 2024 is called WrestleMania XL because it's oh. the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania? Oh dear, I mean, 40th uh, is a big deal, 40th is a big deal, and it I remember watching the 25th with you <laughs> at your house.
0: Um, this is like a really oh my god. It's like a really great old 97 song we've been doing this longer than you've been
1: alive and yet we've yeah. learned so little during i feel, yeah i i just did the math on that i was like was that really 15 fucking yeah. years ago and absolutely it was absolutely it was um okay so moving on a little bit i i have one thing to you know i'm not a big imperium fan i, I do know whatever. that i know that but the they did like a little in between like a little I know what they call them like a backstage segment yeah segment i guess is the word i don't know why it was so hard to f- figure that out when um the two dudes from imperium were talking to i think were they talking to johnny gargano yeah i think so although i gotta be he honest was like he was, all over
0: i remember this happening but it is largely gone from i like i remember seeing it but it's largely gone and i don't know it's why. okay the
1: only thing i wanted to say is that the one dude he had on like the one who ended up wrestling later, mm-hmm. he had on a um, black tank top, like they were both wearing all black, and yes. he had on a black t- tank top. And all I could think was, do you remember the sketch on Saturday Night Live with Sprockets? Yeah. Vaguely. And Dieter. Dieter was um, Mike Myers, and he wore a black turtleneck <laughs> and black pants. And that's like all I, I could that. think of. I remember the visual. Yeah. And I was just like, someone, is he like doing that on purpose? Or is someone just like, or am I just, you know, seeing things that aren't really there? But it was kind of, it, well, it amused
0: me. I, I feel like they were so insistent that his name sound German. I mean, Ludwig Kaiser is a lot. Yes, a I
1: thought that. I was like, it's like, how do we name somebody, you know, German Germany? Like, let's mm-hmm. get it as close as possible. I know Ludwig Kaiser, come on.
0: Like, we're not going to be able to name him Schnitzel Submarine. So I, I think Ludwig Kaiser is a good runner up. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying
1: Um, Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt Uh, Bray is uh, going through it Bray is on one he's going through it he says I go where the circle takes me I don't we all I don't really know what that means (laughs) like and then he's like addressing a you right he's like basically like I know what you're up to who's you who do you think he's talking to i mean you know back
0: in the day he took his orders from sister abigail
1: oh that's um, right how did that make you feel
0: um let down that you know i was both involved in the gimmick and also completely left out
1: okay i didn't know if he'd have like a certain sense of power coming from it
0: no i mean i I liked it i liked it i liked that abigail was getting some play in pop culture (laughs) but um so maybe maybe he is still hearing sister abigail maybe there is some new figure Mm that speaks okay. to him maybe I mean I'm still I'm still clinging to
1: my offensive regressive split personality theory I mean that kind of makes sense I still I or you know the jigsaw puppet guy yeah
0: what if like Bray is receiving guidance from all the Bray's past and that's why he is just following the circle Bray's
1: Wyatt is that yeah the, like the Bray's it?
0: Wyatt um like he's just <laughs> you know ever since he first appeared as a weird backwoods cult leader to the man he mm-hmm. is today they all speak to him and he just follows the circle of his identity
1: it could be it
0: this podcast is brought to you by liberal arts graduate school
1: <laughs> I want I also want Bo Dallas to come back yes. I don't know why those two have they they've like never worked together not on WWE I don't that think I've seen. so not that I know it's like bring Bo Dallas in they're fun I did really like when their dad, Mike Rotunda, who used to
0: be IRS. I remember IRS. Was like, congratulations, Bray, good for you, but remember everybody has to do their taxes.
1: <laughs> oh my God, did he really? He did, like that's
0: not the exact word for word tweet, but it was fantastic, like it was deeply in character, but it was also deeply father advice. So I was like, this is this is
1: wonderful. Is his last name really Rotunda?
0: Yeah, it's Rotunda. That's amazing. I um. You know, as a little fat kid, I thank my lucky stars that I didn't grow up as <laughs> Abigail Rotunda.
1: Oh no! I don't need that energy in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awful. I'm sorry. Uh, Not uh, the uh I like. Do you? Uh, okay, we don't have to get into it. Kids, that. Thinking, kids like, are cruel. The... Kids are cruel. They are cruel. I know. I know they are. Um. So, do you want to say anything else about? Mr. Bray Wyatt. No, I feel like I'm a little
0: more interested. So here's what always happens to me on Fridays. I'm interested in what Bray is doing on Monday when I have to watch it again. <laughs> I have less interest. Although I feel like this week we were treated to less repetitive Bray.
1: Yeah. I don't remember much of it. I remember them just kind of whatever. And then that was it. I was grateful. Cause it's like enough guys.
0: So that's, that's my last thought on Bray. It's like, thank you for easing up on the repetition. I really
1: appreciate that. Okay. Liv Morgan, are we? Is she like Liv Harley Quinn Morgan now? Her makeup was like vaguely. I I haven't seen any of the movies with Harley Quinn, so I shouldn't speak too much about it. But it felt very clowny. As someone who has sat through
0: um, the first Suicide Squad movie with Jared Leto, and then the second one, which is considerably better and actually has John Cena in it um and the birds of prey movie um she's definitely like outfit wise and appearance wise doing a harley quinn thing
1: okay which is fine Mm -hmm. i i was watching the match and i was like uncomfortable Mm. (laughs) tell me more so like the whole match i have more to say about it than this but the whole match like her constantly smiling made me feel uncomfortable. And so I, I wrote down it, you know, whatever she's doing, it's working. Like obviously that's the kind of like unsettling thing she was probably going for. Um and so I just was like, I don't I don't like all the smiling. Why is all the <laughs> smiling? So I, I assume that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, I feel like
0: you know, Liv Morgan is a very cute person. When she's being like happy cheerful face live morgan but i Mm -hmm. feel like she has a real well of like
1: crazy creepy in her there's darkness there
0: yes there is a a streak of darkness in live morgan and i'm here for it
1: i think she's also very willing to sacrifice her body for the wwe universe because last week what she jumped off the i don't know what some kind of lighting structure Mm -hmm. onto Sonya Deville on a table. And then this week she superplexed Sonya onto some metal freaking chairs, which included her. Like, I was just like, this is real. And like, of course the fans love it. Right. Because fans love when wrestlers do crazy shit to their bodies. Right.
0: But right, I'm also I, like, Ugh. I feel like she's real indifferent to the integrity of her tailbone. Yeah. I'm like, you can't just keep smashing your ass into things. I know you're young now, but there's gonna come a time when like the resiliency is gone. Live, and you're not going to live, laugh, love. You are going to like creep and ache and cry, and
1: those days are coming
0: sooner than you think.
1: That needs to be another T-shirt slogan. (laughs) You can't just keep smashing your ass into things. Well, you can't. It's not a
0: sustainable strategy. It's not. It'll take you through your 20s and early 30s, and then you're done.
1: So yeah, I think she's I don't know going for the bonkers bonkers lady vibe. I I have a couple of questions. Okay. Um well I wanted to point Sonia came out in her matrix coat. Okay. Um, I actually wrote down Sonia is here from The Matrix.
0: <laughs> I she always either looks like she's from The Matrix or she's a Deep Space Nine villain from Star Trek. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess like more power to you girl like you're right the male gaze ain't shit, and you as a powerful woman loving woman do not need it but like you you look a little nuts and i hope you're just you know living your best wacky life that way clearly
1: i might have written this down somewhere either in the raw my raw notes or my smackdown notes i don't remember but there is this obsession with wrestlers and long coats yes yes. like i don't know what it is i i don't I don't know where it's from. I don't know if it's like some kind of subconscious throwback to like Westerns when, you know, like people wore dusters and were like badasses. I don't know where it comes from. Do you think it's that they
0: secretly want to wear capes, but they know how goofy that is? So the coat is like a safe option.
1: I think honestly, the coat is not always the safe option. Sometimes a cape would be much preferred. The coat is safe in the way
0: that like, drinking raw unprocessed milk is safer than drinking gas (laughs) there are varying levels of danger but both of them are demonstrably demonstrably (laughs) bad for you don't do either analogy very good yeah there's a lot of bad coats right now and always to be fair
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so i have two questions about this Okay. is there ever do we ever get a, okay so my first question is who's the hero here right because i'm always like you know they always have a bad guy and a good guy right and it seems right. like these two again are not either well i feel like live
0: is who we want to root for mm-hmm. and it's very human to make
1: who we want to root for the hero even when they're not a hero yeah i like i was I was hoping Sonia would win. I like Sonia
0: more I like Sonia a lot too. Yeah. But I, I mean I so- feel like Sonia's kind of a jerk right yeah, now. I mean, yeah, she is. And Liv is just like, you know, not well right now. <laughs> which I feel like there's there's not a single more American story than like having to go to work and perform at the highest levels with poorly managed mental health. That's Who among true. us has not been there?
1: every day man every day
0: so <laughs> you know like maybe live really like she's not the hero that we deserve but she's the hero that we need thank you live morgan thank you live morgan
1: we see you my sub question do we ever get anybody who's a face that's all gothy oh that's sad. i can't think of one i feel sting. like whenever they're gothy they're bad guys who sting from days of yore yeah i mean he had like the crow look going on yeah he did he i never i never saw him wrestle you know me neither
0: really like i've seen a few times but
1: gosh you know i don't know i'm trying
0: to think i think like you know paige had a goth e that's true aesthetic but that's not the same as like full goth
1: no maybe in your letter this week to triple h you can say like how about we push like get get some like cutesy not cutesy but you know awesome goth wrestler out there
0: like a perky goth
1: I guess <laughs> or just I mean they could goth- be yeah. I mean you could I guess what was his name Alistair Black he was gothy right was he a face for like five minutes I feel yeah, like when they brought he, him out he, he was. was he was a I mean he was not like a heroic
0: face but he was a face
1: okay yeah there you go all right I do know some stuff
0: you know exciting. a lot of
1: stuff. You're a smart little cookie. So we were treated to Braun and Omos a little bit. Oh my gosh! I kind of, I want to talk about this a little because. I
0: saw... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. What was just gonna you gonna
1: say? I, I saw a TikTok, a WWE TikTok, where they were ask, asking wrestlers what they were afraid of, and Omos was like the most adorable person, and he Aww. was like. I'm afraid of heights which i know is ironic because i'm really tall but it's true and i was like oh my god you just undermined your entire adorable badass character i love you so much now you know
0: what i i was ready to come in here and be like he's boring i can't stand him i'm tired no i love him now and i will fight to the death for him
1: he's a secret cinnamon roll yeah it was really sweet anyway go ahead so I feel Not that i like, ruined your discussion. You,
0: you didn't ruin it because it was actually a, a pro omas discussion. Um Promos? Okay. A promos, yeah. I feel bad for the narrative around him. Like he comes out and MVP kind of talks about him like he's a piece of meat or an animal. Or yep. and it's I feel like my gut reaction to this is that there's a racial component to this right like he is the other giant from a foreign land Mm -hmm. and this is not an unfamiliar way that we talk about black bodies in our culture Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: certainly black male bodies but then it's also like mvp is also a black man which makes me feel like i'm being a hypocritical asshole. but i also don't think mvp is writing these promos in their entirety do you know what i mean yeah and i don't want to take away his agency as a performer either but i'm like this is a weird discourse and it feels like the kind of storyline that we shouldn't do anymore
1: yeah it's like with great collie it was kind of the yes. same shit with great collie right like he was gigantic and a beast and etc cetera, etc cetera. and i mean we the the um track record of the wwe like treating black performers with any sort of dignity or agency is bad and um i mean remember when new day was premiering or debuting like the the ads leading up to that yes. they were like the gospel choir and it was really uncomfortable Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's
0: like it's like these are stereotypes these are not yes. characters and like Yes. I mean, you see time and again, amazing wrestlers kind of take that shitty kernel of something that they get from creative Mm
1: -hmm. and, you know,
0: turn it into the new day as we know it
1: now. Yeah, but I I don't know. I also think it's a little unoriginal. Just, I mean, almost is a, a very tall man. He's a tall athlete and it's like, could they ever do something different with an athlete who's very large? instead of like he's a giant like it's always that can't you do like be more interesting or like right. i don't know it's always just like hulk smash hulk smash and it's like I, there's probably more to this wrestler than just being super fucking tall so and I, think, I don't know
0: i think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you know i haven't seen a million of his matches but to me he looks like he is green in the ring um there's like a stiffness about him and maybe that's just who he is maybe that's something that I'm not appreciating him fully and you know maybe his mic work is I also don't know if there's a language barrier because I've literally never heard this
1: man speak he's I only listened to the clip like you know like a short time I didn't really notice any any difficulty any barrier whatsoever so it's like you don't let him
0: speak and maybe he's not good on the mic but then maybe he needs more developmental work instead of just like throwing him to the wolves because he's big yeah and being like he'll be fine he's a scary exotic giant from a foreign land like what if we just develop this like if you believe in him believe in him don't give him the shitty thing
1: yeah i mean he's right there always like he's the nigerian giant it's like okay like all right, like just call him the giant then. Like, why? Uh, yeah, the other, the othering is, yeah.
0: It's a problem, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you're setting this guy up for failure. And I feel like a lot of big guys have gone through that. Like, I feel like when Braun Strowman first came up, he was not the performer that he is right now. And it feels unfair to me to take people who may not be ready for the main show spotlight and be like but look he's like seven feet tall okay what the heck else are we gonna do
1: yeah it's like i don't know treat him like you would treat a guy who's six feet <laughs> i know they're like wow he's so tall like that's so novel quick let's put him out on camera and we mm-hmm. could do something with it it's like who cares if he can't really wrestle it's like well and you know i i i i will pay closer attention because i wasn't really like looking at his like wrestling so i want to see you know a, a bit of what you're talking about but it's like that makes the person they're wrestling with have to work that much harder right to like not get injured and also to carry the match
0: yeah i just and it's I, not his fault I mean, it absolutely isn't like okay so this may feel like a weird example but when I started res- watching wrestling, not when I started wrestling, because I never have, but when I started watching wrestling, a lot of the women's matches were not that great, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's also that's in part because they were not getting the same kind of training and development. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't being worked with in the same way. A lot of them, you know, some of them came up through the Indies and some of them were former fitness models. And that doesn't mean they didn't have all the potential in the world. I mean, Trish Stratus was a former fitness model. And i think she acquitted herself really well over time as a professional wrestler but if you're not given some of the opportunities to grow and learn Mm -hmm. like you can't blame the performer when they're like yeah i'm still not
1: where you expect me to be yeah so well these two dudes have a match at crown jewel so Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes i i hope they develop almost more it right now it just feels like he's a vehicle for braun
0: yes it's like so. even though he's bigger braun can destroy him yep and i like braun but that doesn't do either of them much good i don't think
1: no i don't think it does either
0: sorry to be a downer that was the downer segment
1: you're not a downer you're fired up it was passionate a uh, highlight of the evening for me coming up i wonder what it might be <laughs>
0: Does it have a little Scottish flair? Do you hear the bagpipes coming over the Highland moors? Are there moors in the Highlands? I don't. That
1: probably isn't a real thing. I don't know either. No, I'm I'm, not a, terrible, right. I'm a terrible Scottish person. But Drew, Drew, <laughs> yeah, Drew is there, being adorable, talking about we're getting... how we
0: got called to the principal's office.
1: I missed that. Well, he didn't use those words, but
0: oh. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't like, I had to go to the principal's office and uh, I am in trouble.
1: But, you know, he was like, oh, they called me in. Oh, yeah. 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 He's he's pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And so at Crown Jewel, we're getting a steel cage match. Which I
0: couldn't. I mean, I feel like for the first time, I am excited about something happening at Crown Jewel.
1: I know. I don't care about anything else. Well, I want to see Logan Paul get pummeled into the mat. And I am excited about Drew Carrion. Drew, Drew and Drew Carrion, Carrion, excuse me, Drew Carrion, in a steel cage match. Me too. Like, I
0: don't want to put off them having a brawl anymore. I just want to see them fight.
1: Well, also, I feel like in a steel cage, I mean, of course, there are ways like Scarlet could interfere. Sure. But like, is she even going to be there? And she can't interfere as extensively as if there were no steel cage in the way.
0: Well, I think there's one thing you should keep in mind. Police-grade mace absolutely <laughs> can go through the holes in a steel cage. So,
1: <laughs> police <grade>. foiled again, <laughs> my police-grade mace. I am just very excited about this. I am excited about this too.
0: Um, I feel like I haven't been getting enough Drew content, even though I've been getting a steady stream of Drew content. Like, I just I, I want
1: more. I agree. Um, Although I'm kind of thinking like, okay, obviously I want him to win his match at Mm -hmm. Crown Jewel. But now I'm like, they're just going to give him Crown Jewel because it's like the side piece. And it's like nobody cares about Crown Jewel. I mean, people care about it. But it's not like, you know, like we've been saying, it's the just kind of like other book in the series. Like it's a side thing. It doesn't really count. It's not really canon.
0: It's kind of like when you read a romance series
1: and it's like, Did you like reading
0: about the two main characters for book love story arc if so please enjoy this extra novella about the beloved side character who runs a bakery
1: exactly yeah
0: that's the crown jewel is the beloved side character who runs a bakery
1: it really is and it's like i don't love that side character at all like i read all the the i read all the twilight books and there's that short what is it? Short Second Life of Brie, Brie Tanner? T- like that side <laughs> book. I was like, I'm sorry, no thank you, pass.
0: So in the WWE universe, Crown Jewel is
1: Brie, Taylor. Brie Tanner.
0: Tanner. Brie Tanner. Brie Tanner. Wow. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Feels, it feels appropriate. I don't know. I also, <laughs> during this segment, I wrote down, I feel like we're pulling the card together for Crown Jewel. Like I used to do my homework on the school bus.
1: It is very last minute. They like, only hey. have, they have four matches. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if crown jewels supposed to be like a four hour extravaganza, like the other ones or three hours or whatever, but they need to get some other matches in there because are these dudes all going to wrestle for like 50 minutes each, like we've got one week, we've got
0: one week. And I feel like here's the <laughs> one thing that may be the upside of this for me personally. Maybe this is the week the Triple H responds to my letter and is like, look, we're fucked. I know you're kind of a weird lunatic and I was hoping never to have to acknowledge you, but we got to talk because I don't know what to do.
1: I think and... it, would be worth... <laughs> it would be worth Triple H calling me a weird lunatic. <laughs> Let's face it. If he
0: ever becomes aware of my existence via the show, weird lunatic <laughs> is the most charitable thing that is going to come to mind
1: he'll find it charming don't you worry <laughs>
0: but yeah I don't know like I'm I am very excited and I also I feel like I'm underselling and Cross here like I also would like to see more and Cross, not just That's more fine. Drew
1: I know I know so I know I, know
0: I get it <laughs> Drew is your drunicorn he is all that you want <laughs> he is the light of your life and the apple of your eye but I like I like what they have going on a lot together.
1: So. Oh, I do too. I mean, I think it's interesting. I agree. It's just like I'm not interested in seeing Karrion Cross like wrestle someone else I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I will watch it. I will enjoy the wrestling, but you know what right. I mean? Like on the on the superficial level where I dwell, I we don't all, give a
0: shit. We all dwell
1: there at some points. I mean <laughs> we all do. I don't have a ton more to say about SmackDown. let um, see what else I got here. I, there is an open, uh, Rhonda Rousey was like pouting about not wanting to do an open challenge this week. So yes. she's opening, there's an open challenge next week. Do mm. you have any guesses as to who might take her up on that?
0: I wonder if we're going to have a return of
1: some sort. Mm. Oh, wait, was Becky on SmackDown? Or was she on Raw? She was on Raw. I think she was on Raw but you know who knows who could come
0: back right like i'm I'm trying to think of people we haven't seen in a while we haven't seen becky in a while we haven't seen charlotte flair in a while Oh, that's right you know there's a lot of people i feel like that it could be and i man i feel like rhonda is trying to craft herself into a heel real fast like she hates wrestling fans it's really hard she's pissed off she doesn't want to do any open challenges like her hair is really greasy she's just in a bad way right now (laughs) she's got the dark smoky eye of the (laughs) heels yeah like every woman who has ever been in mma she is fighting traction alopecia like just really really hard from pulling her hair back too much like she's had enough she's She's over it she's over it
1: i also glitter cinderella is a terrible insult It's like Hooters Barbie, like she's trying really hard and it's just like you're not it's not kicking it. Sorry. If you're
0: a pick me who hates other women, you can just say
1: that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Um, Legado del Fantasma. I don't have a lot to say about them. However, Zelina's headpiece that she was wearing, she looked incredible. She just like a little like a saint. She was just like glowing and lovely. I wanted to know if that hurt her head because it was just like, it was magical.
0: I mean, she looked like a queen, but not an earthly queen. You're right. She looked like a beautiful painting of a saint. Yeah. It was I want a crown like that. And I would not look like a beautiful painting of a saint, but.
1: I I could try to fashion you one out of tinfoil. Oh my gosh.
0: You really know how to speak my language.
1: 100%. like the next time we're ever in person together maybe we should do like crafting
0: mm, i like that we could, that.
1: Some, we could uh maybe record it and it could be some bonus content mm. of us crafting together and talking about wrestling
0: there was one more thing i wanted to bring up about smackdown before i move on and it was that you know i watch smackdown with my husband mm-hmm. and um obviously we talk while it's on and while we were talking he had what i believe to be the line of the night Oh my gosh! So, I'm so excited. Ludwig Kaiser is doing his thing against Rey Mysterio, and he's you know having some success and doing that thing. And my husband looks at me and says, "I guess Kaiser is on a roll." <laughs> I've never been prouder of him in my life. <laughs> never been prouder of him. Oh, that's that's
1: oh, that's yeah. miraculous. I yeah. love that. Pretty good.
0: So that's uh, beautiful.
1: Please hug him for me.
0: I will. That was, that was the last thing I wanted to share with everybody. I I couldn't let that go. Unappreciated. That was gorgeous. Oh my God. I'm so he's glad all right. He's all right. I mean, I don't like that. He's funnier than me, but you know, we're working through that.
1: I would fight you on that. No one is funnier than you. I love you too.
0: I didn't say that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Once again, it is the very last episode of wrestling is for girls. Before we do close down the podcast forever. No, it's over now. It's done now. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we shutter this thing, should we talk
1: about Raw? Yes, please.
0: I without have a me, lot to say about Raw. Without me making a weird sexual innuendo <laughs> this week.
1: <laughs> about getting
0: Raw. Right, right. Like, let's just skip that and move okay. into uh, our
1: thoughts about Raw. Um. So they open with Judgment Day, which is always exciting because... Yes, there's never Judgment a Judgment Day bad is the way. highlight of Raw. Exactly. Never a
0: bad day time place anything to talk about judgment day
1: i just want to say the little high five that ria hopped up to give to damian was adorable yes. because i looked it up because i was like how tall is this motherfucker he's like six shit what six seven six eight something like that it's just like that's like seven feet in the air she had to jump so good job ria
0: i also like i feel like damian priest doesn't get enough love for me but i noticed they had like a real scott hall inspired vibe and look and i was like you love scott hall so much and i love you for that can you explain what you mean by that so he just sort of had like you know a razor ramon like the bad guy kind of aesthetic going on um and the way he the way he promos and speaks always feels very scott hall inspired to me okay um and you know I, I like Scott Hall and I'm sad that he's not with us anymore. But that is sad. But I was like, you know, you do you, Damien, I feel like you don't get enough appreciation in the judgment day, but you are an integral part of what makes this all work. So
1: That's true. He doesn't do a lot of he's just kind of there in the background a lot, but I enjoy his presence.
0: He's like a utility player. Like they can't get it done without him. But does he soak up a lot of glory? No,
1: he doesn't. He's the workhorse. He is the workhorse. Um Finn. Totally ex, like an ex boyfriend. When he talks about AJ, he's like, "Yeah, you know, just kind of like talking, talking." And he's like, "And AJ, <laughs> you could tell." I mean, it's just like I have dated people like this who are like total fucking pieces of shit about you once you've broken up to anybody that, that will listen. And it's just like, okay, dude, we get it. You were spurned. It's you fine. broke your heart.
0: It's all right. Everyone experiences that pain at least once.
1: I know. Don't be weird about it, Finn. because now you're not going to be able to be friends, right? Like, do you value him or not? Obviously not. And I mean, I feel like his whole
0: thing is like, oh, last week you asked me about the OC. It's the original yes. club because they were the bullet club.
1: Oh, for whatever I wrote down an entire list of options.
0: So. Oh my gosh. Do you have them? I do. Do you do you want to share them or would you? Because I actually have a list for later,
1: but it's not about the OC. I can share. I just I kind of interrupted you and I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I I would like to hear this more than I want to talk about Finn's broken heart and the OC. Okay. Well, um, one thing I want to say real quickly is that when Carl was talking, Carl Anderson, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but AJ was. <laughs> was like kind of mouthing along with it. Yeah. Yeah, he was like hype-matting, like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was like, OK, AJ, you got to dial it back a little bit. OK, so here were some ideas. Original cranks, old champs, mm. optional captains, only <laughs> cans, occasional crap, oil change. That's as far as I got. I would like to add Orange Club
0: <laughs> because damn, everybody orange.
1: <laughs> It's t- <laughs> I didn't even think like club never entered the villa like I was just like what other OC words can I come up with so I mean good work I like optional captains I think that is the hot new
0: bombshell in the villa
1: <laughs> for sure thank you for letting me share my list
0: yeah thank you for sharing it
1: um, when Rhea Ripley picked up Luke Gallows yeah and like I don't know what that move's called i don't care but she just like slammed him down on the ground outside the ring i was like that's probably the coolest thing i have ever seen in wrestling Uh
0: uh-huh i like literally was a little kid in that moment like i shot up on the couch i think i fist pumped i was like yes (laughs) i was so excited to see a woman get to be that fucking powerful like he's so tall
1: Mm -hmm. like it looked effortless like yes. it looked like it was no big deal for her she's just like la, la la flip you over and i was like what is happening this is incredible
0: i feel like in this moment like china is on her cloud in heaven and she's just uh-huh. looking down she's like yes yes
1: so this makes me hope and 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 dream that we might get an intergender match at some point like i keep hoping because you know later on raw you saw the three of them in the back room Mm-hmm chit-chatting like I have things to say about that but the way they're just like we gotta do something about Rhea (laughs) and I'm like please let this be an actual match that would be incredible yes
0: well and I feel like at one point AJ was sort of implying that
1: he was going to go fight Rhea Ripley but then I noticed he did not actually have the stones to make that happen so I wrote down that um he was gonna go what did I say let me let me find it because it was like another Oh, okay. So I wrote. Here is what I said. Oh no, OC, oh, you're trying to take the romantic angle to deal with Ria. Remember you talked about that last uh-huh. week with Jim Cornette, and I was like, "This is horrible. Please don't do this." And so I know. I said, like I know it's supposed to be goofy, but I could see it just turning into like she's no lady because she rejected me, and she's too ba- badass like that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them to take that angle. I want them to take the like she is a formidable foe. And I am AJ Styles, and because I believe in beating children, I also believe in we should just go murder Rhea Ripley. It's
0: like, of three things, AJ Styles was absolutely certain. The earth is flat like a quarter. Beating your children is absolutely imperative. And Rhea Ripley needs to be stopped.
1: (laughs) This is a very Twilight-heavy episode tonight. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's irrevocably in love with her.
0: Maybe he. Is. Well, I. I feel like Luke Gallows is irrevocably in love with her. I mean, that awakens something in him.
1: Oh yeah, Which I, I mean, get it. Right? It's fine. It awakens something in me. I was very excited about it. Yeah. So that was a great moment. I was very pleased when she kicked his ass. That's that's all I had to say about that. I also, I
0: I thought of you when Thank you. everybody was like you lost to dominic last week <laughs> he destroyed you and i was like i wanted i want to be dominic mysterio's friend and be like do you know they're they're making fun of you <laughs> right now do you know I that know. they're like you lost to
1: dominic <laughs> i know when they was like and he's like i you know i'm the i'm this generation's eddie guerrero oh and, my gosh i know and like when they were like you know you don't you listen when when i don't know like it was something damien pre said i think and he was just like you should listen when when he talks and i'm just like they're just they're just making fun of him, making fun
0: of him. but i also feel like dominic is not afraid to draw the heat like i think no calling, it was great. calling yourself this generation's eddie guerrero and then saying maybe that eddie guerrero was that generation's dominic mysterio like sir your testicles do you have a wheelbarrow for them <laughs> my god <laughs> Are you not afraid of being punched with a brick?
1: That was beautiful. I was so glad they did that. Me too. Like, I, I was feel really like
0: good. he's really been fearless with those lines, and I got to give him credit there. But they were totally making fun of him. They were. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had for that one. Okay.
1: So, why do you think Johnny Gargano is fucking with The Miz so much?
0: I wonder if it is a vehicle to bring back. Tommaso champa in some way and that's why did he
1: disappeared he was injured right he was injured yeah okay okay
0: um or maybe you know i don't know maybe johnny was burned by the same LM- mlm that screwed dexter loomis and he also has fifty thousand dollars ladies in his garage
1: <laughs> they're sick of this shit they're not gonna take it anymore doTERRA fucked them and so did the miss that's a- <laughs> can i tell you how excited i was when our truth came out i oh my gosh me too I fucking love our truth he's a treasure he is a treasure and every time i'm just always like people over there what's up like, it's like the lines to his song are amazing like you open a song saying people over there what's up You're there what's up i love him so much i feel like i feel like it was pretty
0: clear that at one point he did not remember all of the lyrics to his rap
1: (laughs) i didn't notice and
0: it's like he it seemed like he was just kind of like making it up as he went along which is perfectly fine because that rap is horrible and includes a line about popping something like a pimple oh god so he has every right to change it but like it doesn't matter what he does or how goofy it is i'm just like i'm happy to see you are truth i love him he's like wrestling fans weird uncle
1: he's so great. Mm -hmm. Also, I noted that you and Corey are on the same wavelength. Because I think it was last week, you were talking about how Johnny Gargano is just a (laughs) shitster. And Corey made the same comment. I stir in the pot. I never thought Graves and I
0: would have this much in common. But we are aligned on this. Mm Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. Anyway, I love Johnny Gargano. I do too. And I I don't understand why he is intimately involved between Dexter Loomis and The Miz, but I also don't care. I'm just yeah, happy I mean, to see him.
1: But then he's also on Raw. Or, oh my God, I just. <laughs> he's an so, interdimensional being. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, because I had to watch Raw in two parts. Yeah. And so I was thinking I had watched two different shows, and I was like, he's in two places. Never mind. <laughs> what if he's the
0: goddamn Batman?
1: I'm sad because two reasons. Candice LeRae is quote unquote injured. I don't know that she actually yes. is. And also, there's no fucking Candice LeRae merch in the WWE shop.
0: That's blasphemy.
1: I check every week and there's nothing there. Johnny Gargano has Johnny Wrestling, has a whole, you know, situation. Where's my Candice LeRae merch? I want to buy a shirt.
0: That's, that's unacceptable and needs to change immediately.
1: I agree. So she got beaten up by damage control.
0: She did. I think this was a sad, but great illustration of talk shit and get hit. (laughs) Cause she did. And she did. She's in the find out phase. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Candice LeRae has entered find out and it's not as much fun as she thought it would be. (laughs) Fuck around is a good time. Find out rarely. So,
1: so big match. Seth Rollins. Yes. Matt. Why did I say Matt Riddle? Not Matt Riddle. Mustafa Ali. Yes. I have, I wrote down initials and I saw the M first. Someone in the crowd had a sign that, <laughs> okay, I don't know if you remember this, but like an episode or two ago, you said, step on me, Ria. <laughs> I did, I did say that. Someone in the crowd had a sign that says, curb stomp me. <laughs> And those have the same energy to me
0: (laughs) they do i mean to be fair like i mean seth does use the curb stomp as a finisher but i do think it has the same energy Uh in fact it's more Uh aggressive Uh and you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i also i kind of liked how i liked how in this match austin theory was like this weird vehicle for seth yeah like seth is cheering him on and kind of just like he's a proxy right and yes, that's fits- thank you for yeah it fits Sorry. very well with the sort of degree of disrespect i feel for austin theory whenever i see him
1: i just i can't stand him
0: i i also cannot stand him
1: i had a note here and i was thinking the whole match was seth rollins and mustafa ali and it wasn't and you cleared my brain on that thank you well <laughs> i feel like, like totally the- forgot austin theory existed
0: I mean it felt like that right because like seth is in it and he's like getting Mm -hmm. close to the ring and like freaking out also at one point i think under like quietly he called mustafa a dick and it made me laugh (laughs) really hard i was like you are in character my dude
1: the creepy laugh he does all the time really unsettles me i know it's gross as someone
0: with a really bad laugh though i feel represented it's nice you have a great laugh i don't you just love me and it's nice to hear you know how it's nice to see people with your body type in the media it's nice to hear people with a shitty laugh in the media so you can feel better about yourself
1: okay you might not think that you have a nice laugh but your laugh is not like his no i mean no one's laugh is like his (laughs) that's that is unique um so Seth Rollins is messing around with it. What are they, what do you think they're planning? Cause it's like, we kind of have Austin Theory and Ali and Rollins and Riddle, I guess, right? right? Kind of floating around the ether around each other a little bit. Yes. What do you make of all that?
0: I make that, I think almost no matter what happens, I will be very, very satisfied these are all pieces except for austin theory that i really like to have on the chessboard um i really hope that mustafa ali is about to get the sort of championship shot that i feel like he so richly deserves yes i love this guy i think he's crazy Mm -hmm. talented and i think his sort of he is Oh, um, not, I'm not going to say quite the same level because like sometimes when I watch Seth Rollins or Ricochet wrestle, I think these guys have like video game physics. Yeah. Like some of what they're doing doesn't hundred percent make sense in the real world, but it's happening. And I feel like he is in that kind of ballpark for me. Yes. So I feel like they will, if he and Seth feud, it will be like a beautifully
1: executed series of matches. I think so, too. I'm afraid to get emotionally invested more oh than I gosh. already am because he has I feel like the push that's happening for him is very delicate right now. And yes. it feels like a Jeff Hardy push.
0: Yes.
1: And so I feel like. They're going to give it and they're going to take it away just as quickly and I'm going to be really upset.
0: Yeah, if if I don't, you know, I was going to talk a big game about how I'd be happy with whatever, but that's not accurate and if I don't get what I want I'm going to be insufferable Mm -hmm. and I know that like I just I really want to see them feud and like
1: have a real feud like a complex extended feud yeah yeah because I mean like we know Seth Rollins is great on the mic Mm -hmm. and Mustafa is he does a really good job too absolutely and i think he conveys something that
0: not all faces do really well which is like extremely earnest passion he can do yeah. it in a way that feels really believable and heartfelt to me and sometimes it comes out as corny and terrible yeah he seems like legit pissed off <laughs> yes so it's a great foil for seth who is very much like
1: i don't know flippant and douchey and very comfortable in his success mm-hmm. right so of course that's the time whenever they get too comfortable that's when you gotta yank it out right. from under them
0: plus it just occurred to me that maybe what i really want is this incredibly long game where both seth and roman are toppled from their comfortable places of power <gasps> and
1: have a shield oh, reunion <laughs> and they, are they gonna bring back dean ambrose i'm hoping
0: probably not because i think he hated it there but i mean selfishly that's what i want but realistically i think i might just have to make do with uh, my other two shield brethren they're not my brethren but you know they're each other's brethren that would be fun though i know i'm like i'm thinking out here into the 2024 wrestling calendar so
1: i mean it's entirely possible they're gonna have to pull out some huge shit for wrestlemania 40 right it's Wrestlemania 40 it's been a big year of big
0: comebacks and big feuds I mean I feel like they really do have to pull out all the stops
1: you're right so I don't know they have a year and a couple of months to get it together mm-hmm. well I mean well, the progress more than that, I guess yeah what April it'll be April yeah so they've, they've
0: got till Q1 the end of Q1 right beginning of Q2 quarter yeah. one and quarter two.
1: Oh, I got it I was oh, just okay. doing the math of like when is Q1 over because it's 2024, that's WrestleMania 40. Mm. So oh, Okay, so they've got way, way to go.
0: But look at the progress they're making on Crown Jewel. They need that time. <laughs> they need that time.
1: <laughs> they absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for them to start advertising it next month. WrestleMania <laughs> 40 they haven't it's even coming. started WrestleMania 39. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else about this match unless well, you have something in. I have my list and i'd Mm. like to share
0: it with you if it's okay what
1: what is the list
0: it's a list of aesthetic concepts for seth rollins outfit
1: oh okay so i really liked his outfit i thought it was great but here his short coat
0: here are some of the the aesthetic concepts that i thought might have fueled that look okay um shameful nerf themed sex fantasy rejected <laughs> mascot for highlighter brand
1: markers Ooh, chernobyl
0: formal lemon wow that's like a
1: that sounds like a name generator does aesthetically confused
0: go-go dancer uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, cruise ship flamenco dancer who lost his sleeve frills upon dismissal oh sentient chew toy with complex emotional range yeah morally gray lemon scented smelly marker <laughs> board competitive dance squad dad oh first episode eliminated project runway contestant wow oddly conservative male stripper (laughs) oddly suggestive church choir member oh and
1: sexually promiscuous tennis ball those are amazing
0: that's that's my list. you really took
1: me on a journey
0: yeah thank you for humoring me on that because i i worked
1: hard on it so that's wow Yeah. Where, uh, where
0: to next? I'm I'm absorbing it. (laughs) Take it in, baby. Take it in.
1: That was incredible. Thank you. Maybe we should have you post that list on the website. Yeah, I'll see what Mm -mm. I can do. Um. Okay, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Like I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. I never have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baron Corbin, who is not invited to be a friend of the show.
1: He could be a friend. He's probably really nice, and he'd probably, I don't know, he could take me down a notch. I'd be like, yeah, I deserve that. Um, Johnny called him at one point Boring Corbin. <laughs> and it made me really happy because I used to call Baron Corbin Boring Corbin. This was back when I was still in Peru. Oh, so Amazing. Um, I would watch him on, he was on NXT first, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I liked what well, we talked about this before. I liked his original vibe where he was like grumpy rocker dude. Yes. I liked hair. that vibe better. Now he's like grumpy, uh, run DMC dude. Like, I mm. feel like he's trying to channel some run DMC and I'm like, you're not run DMC. Interesting. Only run DMC is run DMC.
0: That's fair. That's a hundred percent fair.
1: It's tricky after all. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan that. That just came uh, out. That is the prowess of my improvisational skills.
0: That's the genius of you.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about Baron Corbin. I I want to like him. I really do want to like yeah. him. Like he's he's a decent wrestler. It's it's just like I don't find him compelling. He's not he does not uh
0: scratch your itch for wrestling content. Absolutely not. He just doesn't. Can we can we spare a moment to talk about jbl
1: i wrote so much down about jbl i so like absolutely i
0: like that jbl is like on a vendetta against millennials but like dude we're in our 40s we're people with houses and kids come on man yeah come on he did mention gen Zers. he does hate them too also what is with the throwback anti-irish sentiment
1: yeah, he called Kevin Shamrock like at least twice. And I'm he, like, this yes. is really
0: weird. Why are we doing this? Like, I assume that next week he's just going to come out wearing a sandwich board that says Irish need not apply. <laughs> I like, hope dude. So. Also, at one point, Corey was talking to him and he's like, JBL, is it time to start sweating? And all I could think is, like, Corey, look at him. He's always sweating.
1: Yeah, I don't being hard on JBL here but there's a J so there were two signs in the crowd one was bum ass Corbin which I thought was hilarious (laughs) and JBL sucks like I just love like a very simple succinct sign I agree he just feels like it I don't know how old JBL is but I'm gonna go ahead and stereotype he feels like a boomer I don't know if he's trying to harness boomer energy and like channel it if you know it's a bit like he's he's trying to be the heel guy right so yeah yeah and it's like so he's gonna what did he say at one point he said he wrote down baron corbin is the salvation of this business (laughs) and i was like i was like is the business in trouble like i didn't think wrestling was like really needed any saving buddy but okay
0: Like what's what is going on? Do you know something we don't know? Have you seen like the latest financials or
1: also JBL is the kind of man who has wide tie energy, like the wide ugly eighties tie, and he was wearing a skinny tie. And I was like, No. Mm -hmm. And also when Johnny and Baron were wrestling, which by the way, Johnny is a shit stirrer because now he's in this match. Hundred percent. He's 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 an asshole. I love it. But he's our asshole. Yes. I love him. He was like on the announce table because the announce table got like ripped apart like three or four different times throughout the course of Raw in the evening. And like JBL's hat was there, and I was just like sitting there going like, "Step on the hat, step on the hat." I was, His- I was like, "He's going to stomp the hat." I was so excited. I was like, "Please step on the hat." And then he put it on, and it wasn't as fun, but I still wanted to stomp him.
0: It wasn't, but I guess it. It says that even though the Johnny is a complete shit-stirring asshole those hats cost like several hundred dollars you know at least he's a considerate yeah. shit-stirring asshole
1: yeah jbl was probably like please guys please, <laughs> don't please don't. Hat. like i am a man of means but that's just ridiculous don't do it <laughs> but uh yeah i don't i i don't know i don't know what to think about jbl i did i did like
0: when um and this i guess is on jbl and cory But at one point, Kevin Patrick described the deep six from Baron Corbin as a ring around the rosy. And they were just both like really disgusted (laughs) with him. And then he kind of said, sadly, I've got two little
1: kids. (laughs) I feel like he gets a lot of shit. and I'm just like, they're not nice to him. They're not. And he seems very sweet. And he has a really beautiful accent. I think I like his accent a lot. I
0: mean, I'm a sucker for an Irish accent. So I know, even though a Scottish accent is more your thing because it's the sound of your
1: ancestors. It is. It's the call to home.
0: Also, <laughs> um, this match had the line of the night and I can't remember who said it, which I'm kicking myself for, but I think it was Corey Graves. Corbin took him deep.
1: <laughs> Yay did, buddy. Yay did. I didn't hear it. I missed it. Thank oh you for that, God. guys. <laughs> amazing god mm-hmm. bless you Corey graves god bless um that's all i had about that one me too that's all i had to so bianca and bailey bailey uh bianca talked about how like this is now about payback mm. so bianca is on the payback train do you think that will throw off her focus and will endanger her championship
0: maybe maybe this is going to be one of those things where like you know she's tried to be that person that you know she says is authentically her but bailey was pretending to be but now if she's going to get her hands dirty on a vengeance mission Mm -hmm. maybe this is going to tarnish some core element of who bianca belair is and it is going to cost her like if she tries to try to play the game like bailey and you will lose because there's only one bailey
1: yeah there is only one (laughs) bailey (laughs) <laughs> Which
0: I honestly I think is a good thing. I think one bailey is enough for this world. And I, I cherish I that bailey but still.
1: I know. She's great. Quick interlude that I forgot to mention. Mm. Backstage, Johnny Gargano and the Miz. <laughs> and the Miz gives him a card. Yes! <laughs> and is like trying to kiss his ass. And, and then <laughs> and then he opens it, there's nothing in it. You're rich, could put some money in. <laughs> also the fact that I'm pretty sure the Miz called Candace Kansas at one point during that <laughs> oh, exchange. no on purpose do you think yeah oh absolutely 100 oh, like, okay the whole thing was beautiful from start to finish it was so good i really enjoyed it
0: <laughs> and like i do i think he's right the Miz should have put some money for kansas in yes. that card the least he could
1: do he's totally rich come on right he's like uh what is it diversified he's got all kinds of shit going on mm-hmm he's, he's gonna got- be in like the marine 25 or- <laughs> i would have Hello watch the Marine,
0: having seen all,
1: is it three Marine movies or are there more that I've missed There's them? probably more, I don't know. I've never seen one.
0: Oh, they're all really terrible in all really unique ways. Also, I wanna recommend the 12 rounds movies.
1: <laughs> I remember you talking about Looking those. Fucking awful. I've, I have yet to see a WWE film.
0: You have yet to live.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna put it out there. Art, <laughs> high art. I'm excited. So back to Bailey. Thank you for that interlude. Of course. What do you, like, I'm just, what does Bailey get from being a damage control? I mean, Bailey gets to vent her spleen, right?
0: She's mad. Yeah. She gets to come back and throw her weight around and hurt people and make excuses like heels do and blame everything on everyone. I mean, Bailey gets to have her personality crisis from not being America's sweetheart anymore.
1: But she couldn't do that on her own.
0: I think henchmen are handy.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay. I mean look. I'm waiting for it all to fall apart. You could run your errands or you could have your henchmen run your errands. Have your henchmen run your errands. Life is better that's with henchmen. I don't know. True. What do you tell me
1: more about what you're what you're feeling there. I don't know. I was just thinking like they are, you know, they are henchmen. I don't know. I just, I can't really, I can't really put it into words. It just seems like Bailey acts as their kind of hype person, mm-hmm. but like they don't really hype her. That's fair. And like, yeah, they interfere in the match, right? Like that's what the hench people do as well. Right. And But it's just like, I don't know. I feel like they get more out of it than she gets out of it.
0: I mean, maybe this is, maybe this is her thing, right? She's a magnanimous evil leader. Could be. She's in it for the people. Yeah. Not really, but you know, like right now she is, she's pumping them up so that they will do her
1: bidding. That could be it. I don't know. Surprise visitor at the end of that match. Very excited about that. Nikki Cross is back.
0: So happy that she has been freed from being almost a superhero.
1: Yeah. Was a tough I one. loved her jacket. Yeah. She looked good, except
0: whoever did her makeup, like her foundation shade, had a lot to answer for.
1: Yeah, it was a little orange.
0: A little weird. But she
1: looked but good and crazy. She looked great. Jacket was great. She beat Bailey with the jacket, I think, Mm -hmm. which had to have hurt because there was a lot of little pieces of metal on that jacket. Love that jacket. And another Scotswoman in the mix. It's a proud day for your people. Maybe she and Drew will do like mixed tag. That'd be great. I'd watch. I haven't seen one of those matches in a really long time. Now that I think about it, for a while like that was happening a lot. You're right, and I, I kind of like that dynamic, so I'd be cool with him bringing that back. He's so tall and she's so tiny, it would be really funny. A real tall and small pairing. Mm-hmm. in a strap match, and he would just like fling her around in a circle. Yeah, he would I actually like use her as a weapon. I don't um, know why they would be strapped together if they were <laughs> on the same team.
0: It's complicated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the immortal world if we work, ran boy. wrestling it would be fucking crazy it
0: would be i mean i think weird lunatic would kind of apply to what we would come up
1: with i agree
0: that's all i had about raw for that's this all week. i had too did you did you have any other news or notes that you wanted to cover
1: i i wanted to talk about crown jewel i mean we kind of talked about it a little bit just mm-hmm. that You know there's four matches currently on the card i'm hoping next week we can do our predictions hopefully it will be settled before next week ideally ideally
0: by the tuesday after raw i mean how many
1: matches are usually like five to six right yeah that sounds right
0: that sounds about right to me
1: so they need at least one more i i mean i keep using this sort of
0: homework example but it's like right now you guys are basically counting on that if you turn something in you'll get a d Mm -hmm. like please do
1: more than turn in a d yeah i right now so right now it's you know roman reigns and and um logan paul it's bobby lashley and brock lesnar and then Oh, and Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre, and then the six man tag. So, like that kind of leaves. I mean, who else is sort of feuding right now? It's Seth Rollins and somebody. It's
0: oh, and we've got uh, I mean, Braun and
1: Omas. Oh, did I skip that one? Yeah, but um, so there are there five. There are five. So maybe maybe this is as good. Oh, as it gets. this might be as good as it gets.
0: This might. I feel like okay. there's gonna be something pulled out next week.
1: <laughs> well we'll see i mean yeah there, there very well could be and i guess we'll do our predictions then i'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. me too i've never watched a crown jewel so it'll be interesting to see what it's like first time for me too yeah um i meant to tell you um a real life friend of the show listened to the podcast and She was laughing at how much we don't like Logan Paul. (laughs) And she was saying that his brother, Jake, is currently apparently also trying to do the same thing, but in MMA, like he's infiltrating over in MMA land. And she's very much like, I don't want you here, go away. (laughs) So apparently the Pauls are making themselves unlikable all over the place. I mean, I think there are a lot
0: of vehicles to make yourself unlikable, and they can stay
1: out of ours. Mm-hmm. like, yeah, we have unlikable unlock over here. oh so. gosh, that's
0: not what I meant, but now that you pointed out, that's a hundred percent accurate. yes, stopping <laughs> fringing on my gimmick, Jake and Logan Paul. but yeah, we were here first we were first, we did it better. we've done it longer. We'll be here after mm-hmm. you long after people have forgotten you we will be irritating the people in our real lives Exactly, we do it best true we are the crown jewels of irritation
1: did you have any news you want to share
0: i didn't i think you know mm-hmm. i was pretty excited about the shows, so i was like just really really mm-hmm. digging into that yeah all right like wwe i didn't do my homework this week oh you did lots <laughs> of homework <laughs> But yeah, that that is it for me. If
1: that's uh, if that feels like the whole story for you, it absolutely is. I am looking forward to watching more wrestling next week and talking to you about it. Same as as per usual, as per usual.
0: So I think it's safe to say that this has been another episode of Wrestling Is for Girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as a reminder, you can find us on Spotify and. Apple Podcasts and you can check out our website at wrestlingisforgirls.com. And if you like this week's episode or you hated it, or you are a really big Paul Brothers stan and you want to tell us what we're <laughs> wrong about everything, you can reach us on Twitter at WIF, girls, pod, and uh, we will be there hanging out, waiting to uh, hear what you think.
1: And if you do happen to like what you hear, please feel free to like and subscribe. Leave us reviews, comments, anything. Mm-hmm. We're glad you're here with us. It's the one
0: thing we do have in common with the Paul brothers, an insatiable need for attention.
1: And uh, approval. And approval. So yeah. Claim that kink. <laughs> Thank you
0: for joining us and uh, we will see you again next week. Same time, same station.